Welcome to the Limitless You Podcast. This is your weekly dose of tips, strategies, and inspiration on blogging, branding, mindset, and personal development. If you dream of building a successful and profitable blog and brand by being your most authentic self, then this is the podcast for you. In each episode, we'll dive deep on everything you need to know in cultivating the mindset you need to stand out online and live the life of your dreams. So, are you ready to be the limitless version of you? Then keep on listening. Hi, my loves. Thank you so much for clicking into this new episode of the Limitless You podcast. As always, I'm so, so happy to have you here. I currently just arrived back home from a staycation in the Linden Suites here in Manila, Philippines, because my mom brought me as plus one on her training. So mom, if you're listening to this, which I know you are, thank you so much. So guys, your girl was living her best life this past week. But I kind of wish I hadn't had to work and I wish I didn't bring my laptop, but of course I still had to. <laughs> but okay, enough about my update. Moving on, today's episode is something I've been so excited to share with you because today we are chatting with the one and only Claire Boscott about bringing more care into your businesses. Whether you own a physical brick and mortar business or online businesses such as coaching or information-based businesses such as online course, digital products, etc. So we had such an amazing conversation about why Claire believes care is such a vital thing to consider as an entrepreneur and that it stems into different aspects, not even care only for your customers. Because obviously, when we think about businesses, we only think of, you know, bringing care or letting our customers know that we actually care about them. But actually, it has a lot more aspects and factors to consider, especially because this includes care for your employees, team members, colleagues, and basically anyone you come across with. So if you're running a team now, or perhaps you're outsourcing some of your tasks, you have to listen to this episode, my love. You're not going to regret it, I promise. But of course, I'm sure most of you out here my amazing listeners are still in the planning or early stage of your businesses and blogs. But of course, don't exit this podcast episode just yet, okay? Stop right there. Because I assure you, if you really want to build a thriving business of your own, you should not miss this podcast episode. In fact, get your notes out, people. <laughs> Is your notepad and pen ready? Okay, before jumping straight into the podcast episode, let me tell you some more information about Claire. Claire is a founder of the Busy Queen Bee, inspiring and helping global businesses learn more about the caring, what she calls the caring service culture. So these businesses can actually deliver exceptional customer services to have harmonious environments, engaged employees, plus loyal customers. Originating from France, she's also an author of two books, like WOW, and an international keynote speaker who has recently been to my country, the Philippines. I love, actually, I actually really love how the universe works in amazing ways because that event, my loves, was only a random event I saw on Facebook. 
Like it was so random, but I spontaneously decided to attend that event on that specific day, on that specific venue, because that event actually has a lot of um, like branches or um, yeah, they have a lot of events in nearby cities, but I attended that event in that certain place. It was so amazing. But without having any idea what will happen and who the speaker will be, I went there. But needless to say, I didn't know Claire was the one uh, speaking at that day, at that event. And after listening to her talk, I knew in an instant that I had to bring her to the podcast because it was so important for me to share what I learned from her, for her to actually share her message and know-hows for you as well. So without further ado, I wouldn't want you to keep waiting. Let's get to the recording. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to another podcast episode in the Limitless You podcast. I am so excited for today because I am bringing in another special, very special guest episode for today. And of course, I would I wouldn't, you know, take too much time in introducing her. So let's just get it over with. She's Claire Bosk Scott from uh, the, the founder of the Busy queenb.com and you would love her story we're going to talk about it as we interview her as well but thank you so much thank you so much Claire for being here oh it's my pleasure I mean it was it was just amazing how we met and and then suddenly we got connected and here we are yes <laughs> yes exactly. miles away from each other but hey it's just it feels like we're just next door to each other yeah, I feel so giggly right now because Claire is uh, in France and as you know, France is one of my favorite countries ever. <laughs> so this is truly an honor and uh, for anyone, uh, for all the listeners out there, I actually met Claire in the Connected Women event that I went to, I think it was two weeks ago mm. and um she was also the speaker there and when i was listening to her talk it was like i have got to share this with the world i have got to share this with the people who are listening to the podcast with all of my audience because this is vital information right here <laughs> and so having having you here claire is such an honor so thank you oh, oh it's my pleasure really my pleasure and so we're very happy to share the love share some love yeah. Always happy to share some love. Yes, and relating with love and actually, you know, care, we're actually going to talk more about bringing more care to your businesses because I know most of you here who are listening in the Limitless You podcast, you are planning to start your own businesses or your brands or your own brands, or you may have already been uh, starting it um, slowly but surely as online coaches, entrepreneurs influencers bloggers right so i'm sure that whatever we're going to talk about here with claire is going to be so so um valuable and helpful for you and your business and so yeah um claire please introduce yourself and what you do so that other people would know you better as well sure 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 so um so i am claire boscott yes um and i've got a little company which is called the busy queen bee which i uh, developed and started up 10 years ago now it's absolutely it's actually we are almost to the date to 10 years in in business which is quite um 
amazing. And I think when you first start a business, you're really never really quite sure how it's going to plan out. But in my head, I always had that vision that I wanted to help businesses to deliver better customer service because that was what I was passionate about. And how could we do that? So then, you know, I kind of uh, started a business with um, doing some mystery shopping, which was actually measuring the customer service. Um, and then kind of developed the business from pretty much all services now from mystery shopping to the customer journey. Um, and, and really, it even comes back now to what you, you've, you've talked about uh, and really looking at the businesses and how we are very much, um, we have businesses and they're very much in that yang energy, you know, it's all about the figures, it's all about doing things, it's all about, you know, getting those targets. And we forget, we forget the people who are working with us, we forget the customers who are coming through our doors, we forget to shake their hands and give them a smile and say thank you to them. So the whole, the whole idea of the business was to from the beginning was always to help businesses to thrive. Mm -hmm. And now I'm helping businesses not only to thrive in delivering exceptional customer experiences, but really by bringing that more care into their business and bringing more uh, that yin energy into their businesses. So that, that's, that's what I do. That's amazing. And you're also, you know, traveling around the world to share this message, right? Yeah, so I've been, uh, you know, when I set up the business, one of the reasons why I started the business was because my children were um, six and ten at the time. And I used to work in hotels, uh, I used to manage hotels, and it was just crazy hours. I had an au pair at home, I was getting divorced at the time, um, and really it came a time where I thought I can't carry on like that I mean something's gonna give out and it'll be me it'll be my health it'll be you know I just cannot carry on like that so I took the, the leap of faith and I just you know I packed the job I got divorced I stole the house and I started up the business so I could be around my children do something I love and I'm passionate about but at the same time be a good mom you know, be an example and being able to, to be there when they come back from school and, 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 and be, you know, be able to have a better balance in, in my life, better harmony in my life. So now they're older, my children, they're going to be 17 and Aww. 21 this year. I know. <laughs> it was such a long time from then, but they, <laughs> where they is the job? Where is the job? Um, and, and you know, so they they're older. They do their own things. They don't need me as much. I mean, they still do, but you know, not not in the same way. Um, and the last couple of years has tra started traveling a lot, a lot more, and doing a lot more talks and presentation and uh, being in conferences. And I absolutely love being on stage and being able to inspire. If I, I always say to myself, if I can inspire one person. Yeah. In a whole day or in the whole of my talk, I, I would have been very proud of what I've done because I have done that one person. A bit yeah. like you, when you came to talk to me, I was like, oh, you know what? You've, you've made my day. That was, yeah. you know, and all the way through during my uh, stay in the Philippines, I did uh, four talks, um, three workshops. And every time at the end or the next day, I had a little message from that one person 
who just thought, you know what, it was amazing. You really inspired me. And I just went, okay, this yeah. is it. You know? <laughs> this, exactly. is what is. this is why I do what I do. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Like for me, even for me in my business right now, um, sometimes people, you know, measure their success and measure their influence through and the the, the um, growth of their business through vanity metrics, like you know, the number of their followers, the number of their of the likes, comments, all those, you know, the numbers, as you said, the yang energy. But then yeah. we forget that you know it's. But the most important thing here is to really, you know, touch and actually make an impact on at least one person. And that's yeah. something that businesses sometimes miss out right there. And they yeah. forget that, you know, even if that one little act, as you said a while ago, like, you know, just smiling to your customer or, um, or giving compliments to your clients, for example, uplifting them is already such a big achievement and absolutely i love absolutely. that and congratulations you said this has been already a 10 years of your uh journey <laughs> in the busy queen bee.com uh, and um i mean i'm just curious like did you start this uh what inspired you to start this business of yours was it kind of like a eureka moment that hey I'm, I'm, I'm enough. This has been enough that I experienced this. So I'm going to teach people about this. Or was it something that, you know, gradually you thought about and learned more about? No, I think it was that Eureka moment. Absolutely. And because I was working in hotels, um, I was doing crazy hours and, and I knew I had to change something, but I just didn't know why, because I've always, what to do, you know, I've always worked in hotels. I was always been in that industry um, and I just couldn't get that, that where I was going, why, how, you know, that, and it's such a, it's a, such a painful journey when you're on that path and you're really kind of very confused of where to go um, and we went on holiday with girls I, some of my girls with 10 of us for um, one of the girls 40th birthday party 10 years ago yeah um, and I love walking so I walk every day and I was walking that morning on my own and I was just thinking what can I do where can I go and, and really having that moment of what am I good at? You know, looking at what the things I love, what is my passion? And suddenly just when I, it came like that, you know, that moment of inspiration, that moment of yin energy, actually, yeah. when, when your brain suddenly, your subconscious tell you what you should be doing is just that incredible moment. And I thought, what have I not thought about it before? Uh -huh. You know, that's, you know, so we used to have mystery shopping, uh, mystery guests coming and staying at the hotel on a monthly basis. And they used to fly them over from, from the UK to Jersey uh -huh. because there was no one in Jersey doing that, giving that kind of service. And I was so on the receiving end um, and because I was a manager, I had to sign it off and sign the bills and, and thinking, why are we spending all that money? Not only paying them, but paying for their flight and the you know the expenses and I thought surely we should yeah. be able to do that locally so when I came back from holiday I kind of did a bit of market research and realized that actually there was no one doing mystery shopping locally and that was it 
Um, wow. The holiday was in February. I had a couple of months to do a business plan. I had in my notice in, in June. In July, we had a holiday with my, mm -hmm. my children. We sold the house at the same time. By the end of August, I moved into the new house. And in September, we started a new business. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. That's so wonderful to hear your journey and your story because it always inspires me when people have that you know, idea, that passion of theirs, something that lights them up. Yeah. Them realizing that is already a big feat of yours, but of ours, I mean. But you know, taking action is also one of the hardest things to do after that, because then sometimes it, it has certain risks, fears to fears involved that you must overcome. So how was that like for you? But did you have any uh, struggles when or limiting beliefs, mindset blocks that you had to handle on those on that range of um, time? I'm I I'm probably at the time I probably would have, but in a way I don't. I don't think I did because I was so determined that that was the way to go. I was so determined I couldn't carry on the way I was. Yeah. That that would that was it. That was the path I was going to take. That was you know how I was going to be a great mom. That was how you know how I could have more freedom. Um, that was how I could have better harmony in my life. Um, and it, you know, and it, everything also happens for a reason, I believe. Um, and things go in the flow of things. You know, when it flows, and that means that you're in the right path. If it's struggling, that means that there's something not quite right. You know, and maybe you're, yeah. you know, it's not the right thing to do. And it just everything just fell into place. I mean, even down to the the way I found the new house where we were, because in Jersey there's a, a law where you can't actually buy or rent certain accommodation unless you've been uh -huh. on the island for 11 years at the time when I was there. And I'd been on the island 10 years and six months. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I couldn't actually, I couldn't actually rent um, any type of houses uh, unless they were non-qualified, it was called. Um, and all I wanted, all I wanted were to stay around in, in the same areas where we were, where the children are, the school just behind. So they were walking to school. They had their friends. And I really didn't want to disturb them more than what already. And yeah. that was my vision. I really wanted that house. Um close by and so i've visited a couple of houses which were really not very very nice at all and really flats and uh, anyway I, I was in one of those flats and i said to the agency i said look I'm, I'm happy to pay a little bit more if you can find somewhere around that area uh, that would just be amazing let me know you know i'm i'm really kind of uh, i'm ready for it yeah. and i said well actually I've got a house. It's not quite on the market yet. It'll be ready at the end of August, but you know, it's in, in that clue, which is yeah. where we lived exactly the same clue to wow. a street behind. Yeah. And it was a non-qualified house and it was just absolutely incredible. So we, we, the same day we came to visit it. I was fine. They were doing all the refurbishment to the house yeah. And I moved the, I moved my old house on my son's skateboard. Yeah, that's but, amazing! Wow, <laughs> I I'm like out of words right now to <laughs> I know. how amazing that 
experience was. But I guess that's also uh, that also comes with you having uh, put out your intention that you know clear intention that I really want this and yeah. I uh, certain that certainty that you will have that as well and uh, that I also really believe as a believer of a law of attraction and manifestation and actually also having the balance of yin and yang so uh, the more that we think about those things the more positive we think about those things the more we attract them and I feel like that exact moment is a perfect synchronicity for you yeah absolutely no absolutely and i think that's what that you know that's why i always talk about the yin and yang because you know you you have to you have to have a right balance you have to be able to rest and close your eyes and and have those moments where you're dreaming where you're feeling your intuitions but then you've got to get on with it, you know, and that's, you know, if you don't take actions on what the messages are that you're receiving, well, then nothing is going to ever going to happen. So there's, there's a real thing about the yin and yang, which, you know, is also what I talk about, you know, when you talk in the business, you know, we need to bring that more care, but we need to have the right balance between Yes, exactly. So is that something that you most commonly see that businesses now are lacking the balance of yin and yang and also the care, bringing more care to their customers, to their clients, to their services? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I think, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm at fault myself. I can see myself doing it, you know, especially when you're running your own business, you're an entrepreneur, you have maybe a couple of businesses, you're trying to fit the children around this and, you know, you've got your mind working overtime all the time and then suddenly you just think, you know, we have, you've got to pose and you've got to take that time, whether it's a walk for half an hour, whether it's a bit of meditation for 20 minutes, whether it's, you know, to be able to, because you can't be like in a car, you know, when you've got a car, you're going to from one to three to four to fifth gear. Yeah. You can't be on fifth gear all the time. You have got to go back, you know, and then go back up again yeah. because otherwise your car will you know, he will die. And that's what happens to, to us, you know, when we're on fifth gear all the time. Well, you know, what happened? You go stress, yeah. you're sick, your body tells you, mm -hmm. you know, you've got all sorts coming up. So, you know, we have to be able to listen to our body as well. And we have to be able to be more and bring more of that yin energy and that kind of time for ourselves which will then enable us to get into your yang energy and get into a much better position because we'll be rested or we'll be more focused or, you know, all those kind of things that, you know, that yang energy brings us. Yeah. You, I, I couldn't agree more. And you explained it so well, because sometimes these little things like uh, taking some time off of the business or just taking some time to walk, out in the nature those are like the 10 percent of the things that um people or most entrepreneurs think that i shouldn't do that because it's just gonna take much of my time right absolutely yeah yeah and so yeah absolutely and even in large organization and i mean we talk a lot about well-being we talk about mindfulness we talk a lot about those kind of things because you have to you have to look after yourself. You have to look after your employees so they can perform better. You know, so if, if they have a 10 minutes or 20 minutes meditation, they will perform so much better the next couple of hours because their mind will be rested. 
their brain would have stopped, you know, going overdrive and they'd be able to be more focused on what's happening. So even a simple thing like when you start a meeting, just start a meeting with a minute of mindfulness mm -hmm. and just get everybody to take a big deep breath just for a couple of minutes just to, you know, just to refocus everybody. And everybody starts at the same level. Everybody starts in a mindset where they'll be more focused and they'll be able to listen better. They'll be able to take in more information that if everybody arrives and it's like, oh, panic, nightmare, everybody's yeah. shouting, screaming on each other. So that's the kind of things that, you know, needs to be coming more and more into habits, into businesses. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like, it would be such an amazing uh, time if, you know, other people have bosses like you, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, their bosses just have them uh, sit as well and be mindful and, you know, talk about those 10% of the things. And so usually now, okay, we're, we, we have established the importance of actually um, being more mindful and bringing more care to um to these types of things and also to your employees by giving them the time to do these simple things. So how do, what are some of the best ways that you can recommend if um, uh, the listeners out there are, want to bring more care into their businesses? Okay, so there, there's, a couple of, there's a couple of things that, uh, again, I do a lot of the analytic, what I do, you know, when we start mystery shopping, it's very analytic, it's very logical, it's, it's that kind of things that you, the measurement of things. So you have got to have that kind of measurement, but you have got to have the more sensitive and subconscious and the feeling and the emotions so i always talk about you know we need to connect with our employees and our customer at an emotional level and this is how we're going to really create loyalty between our employees and our customers so um i did a talk at the retail um retail convention in, in manila and my talk was about designing experiences which will connect with your customer's emotional system. And so one way to do that, whether it's your employees or whether it's your customers, we're looking at the environment, it's very important to look at your environment and how the environment will affect the people. And that people forget about this. You know, if you have a nice office, which has got light, it's got nice plants, it's got, you know, um, enough of things that you love. You know, you'll be inspired. You'll want to work. If you're in an office where there's all white, there's all light, you know, there's no, no one, no windows, no. Okay, well, there's certain things that you can't do if you've got no window, but there's certain things that you can increase to make sure that your employees feel better. So the environment is a very important part of it. Um, and I use, um, I use the, the feng shui. So I do, I love feng shui. I'm a feng shui practitioner. Mm -hmm. And so when you're looking at the environment, how this affects your employees and your customers, this is the first part where you'll go in and actually look at, you know, the environment. So one way to do that is to use your five senses. Okay. Mm -hmm. So wherever you go, use your five senses. What can you see? What can you smell? What can you hear? What can you taste? What can you touch? And by doing that, you can really start connecting, you know, with, with the customers and with the employees 
where they're going to start feeling good, mm-hmm. feeling happy, not just, just being there because they have got to be, but because they'll feel good and they'll touch them at that emotional level where they want to be here. Okay, so that's an important part of it. Obviously, the culture of the business is, um, is, you know, needs to be in the right place. And so the, the leaders needs to be also taking responsibility to make sure that their vision and the values and that they're putting out there the same way that what they expect in return. So, you know, having some respect for people, being open, being receptive. So all those kind of real, you know, yin energy and caring energy is to bring back into our leaders themselves and yeah. start with them. So they the culture, we'll look at the culture, then you look at the environment. And then once you've looked at that, you can start looking at the employees and how do your employee feel in the business? You're asking them questions. You know, it's always a good thing when people say, oh, let's, let's do this. And we're like, why? Have you, have you asked your employees how they feel about this? <laughs> you know, and so you have got to really listen to your employees um, and put some strategies together, you know, training, whether it's, you know, real um, good customer service training in place or other training, identify some of the gaps that they may have. So you can then be able to give them the tools that they need to give that great service. And once your employees and you've done all those strategies to make your employees feel good, well, pretty much you have nothing to do because on the customer side of it, you know, they will be looked after. So it really is kind of look at the culture, look at the environment, take care of your people, and then the customers will be happy, you know, and then so you've got, you know, you've got a few things that you can do with the customers. But really, if those three stages are looked really well by the leaders and the companies then the customer will be happy and they'll be returning and they'll be loyal and you know so that's that's kind of how you you should be looking at your business that that's for sure I mean I love how you explain it and also I'm thinking about this like kind of like a domino effect whereas you bring more care to yourself as the leader and then it affects how you treat your employees and and you affecting them is also affecting the customers at the third level, I must say, right? So I think it's really, really important as well to fill in your cup first and then, um, and then it will actually replenish the, uh, the success or the growth of the yeah. So I use the, the spiral, you know, as a, as a movement because the spiral is, is, is always... I remember moving. that from your talk. <laughs> That's right. So if, you know, if you have yourself uh, and you feel happy and you're good, you know, as a sparrow, as a leader, you will, you know, make sure that your environment's good and then you will ensure your employees are good. And then, you know, it kind of all, it's all about developing and progressing. And that's what the spiral is about. It's really about going up and making people feel good. Yeah. If not, Yes, spiral down. We don't want to do that, do we? <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm, I'm also curious, is there a difference if you're perhaps, especially now, the online world is thriving? And so uh, with businesses online, and especially now, there are many, many solopreneurs. How can they uh, bring these aspects and bring more care into their own 
businesses while they're still a solopreneur. And I'm sure they're also uh, thinking more about scaling their businesses and hiring their team, hiring their staff and employees. But now that they're solopreneurs, do you think uh, how can they best uh, achieve the, the same results of having a team and also, um, yeah, yeah, I think it's um, it, it, it this this steps as well. I mean, and and over the last ten years, I, I've learned and tried to develop myself as a self development to, you know, to be a better person and be a better leader, and you know, and I think this is an important part of being an entrepreneur. It's it's to continuously try to develop yourself so you know read some books who are going to help you you know create some new habits i mean habits are really really so powerful to be able to you know start something and then you know continuously it becomes yeah it becomes a habit so you're doing naturally so you know teaching yourself to learn new habits you know throughout the years will really help you to get into that um that moment where you don't actually have to think about and it's becomes you you becoming excellent to to certain things so you know for a sole entrepreneur or somebody who's working online you know it, it could be and i know for myself it could be focusing on one thing at a time <laughs> you know and that's really hard because when you're an entrepreneur you've got shiny ball here and another shiny ball there and then somebody's asking you to do this and then an email pops in and then the phone rings and then you forgot to message such and such so you've got all those kind of plates that you're trying to <laughs> you're wearing a lot of hats yeah absolutely we're wearing so many hats but then in the same time if you're trying to do them all at the same time it's it's quite difficult to actually do them well at the same time so you know there, there's there's things that you know there's things that we need to kind of maybe take that time to focus on one thing and then move on to the next which again i'm saying that because i'm learning to do it yeah. rather than you know because i see the email coming and i, I know the phone's ringing um, but you know you will be more, much more pro, 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 um, productive yeah. by doing it that way rather than you know so habits are really really important visualization again like you said visualization is very powerful as well to have a vision, have a vision board, create yourself a fantastic vision yes. board that you look at it. I love that. Like, you know, yeah. You know, you look at it and you're like, yes, you know, I'm, I am going to be you know, on stage or I'm going to be, you know, traveling and doing this. I'm going to have so many, you know, customers. I'm going to be able to share what I love doing, you know, and that vision board, again, that comes back to being connected emotionally. Mm. So, you know, using photos, images um, will help you. I mean, I've, I've done a, a video uh, vision board uh, a couple of months ago, which was really, it's really powerful because I play it on my phone and it's kind of, oh, yes. So it's only two minutes, but yes. it's so powerful because it just gets you to that moment where you just, you want, you want it. Yeah. You know, you really, and it, it brings that emotion but that action at the same time. So you've got both, you've got your, your yin and yang energy going at the same time. So it's very powerful. Um, so doing little exercises like that will be, you know, definitely a, a way to, to, to be more productive. Mm. Um, and, and yes, so we talk about wellness, well-being, uh, mindfulness, um, and learning some techniques, which, you know, you can do yourself. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a, I'm also an NLP practitioner. You know what NLP is? Neuro linguistic programming. Yes, I've heard that from guys like Tony Robbins. Uh, right. A lot of coaches online. Yeah. So things like you know connecting, building rapport with people. For an entrepreneur, for somebody who's in business, you have to know how to build rapport with somebody. You have to be able to connect with someone in seconds and make that first great impression a really good impression. So little techniques like that are super important to learn from the beginning so you can, again, practice, you know, um, Again, networking for an entrepreneur is so important and I can't say enough, you know, going out, talking to people, attending networking events. You may be behind your computer all day long, but if you have a business and no one knows that you're there, you know, you can have, you know, spend so much on marketing, online marketing, but if I'm there, No one knows that you're here and no one's around you know what you do. That's never going to work. So networking is a big, important part of a business and you need to connect with people. So connect, connect, connect is super, super important. I love that. I myself am an introvert and I see a lot of um, my listeners and followers as well. They're also, most of them are introverts and I always try to encourage them to socialize and put themselves out there because really when you just stay here, when you just stay in your comfort zone, stay in that little uh, shell of yours, it's not, you know, those dreams are going to be much, much farther than you want them to be. And yeah. So, yeah, I love that you also included networking there and also connecting with people because yeah, at the day, it's, it's also one of the best things to um, push your business forward. And yeah. And you know, people buy people. That's the thing. You know, we 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 know that people will buy you. They won't necessarily buy your services. They'll buy you first because they'll like you. So if you're behind a computer, yes, you may have a connection. You may have, you know, but it's not quite the same that being in front of somebody and actually having that interaction with them. Mm-hmm. So as much as you can, yeah, get out there. And the more credible you are the better you're going to do, you know, because if people trust you and if they ask you to do something and you've done it, they ask you to do something twice and you've done it and they know they can trust you. And that's the trust. It builds, you know, that those relationships and that's how your business grow. And that's how you, you know, you're being successful because of that trust that people have of you. Yeah, exactly. And I just wanted to ask, like, with going back to what you said about NLP, is that um, mostly the tapping? Uh, I don't know much. I don't know much or like further detail (laughs) about it. So I'm sure a lot of um, a lot of my listeners as well would be uh, would appreciate more detail on it. So just in case they wanted uh, to go into it further and to know more about it. Yeah, uh, so NLP isn't tapping. So tapping is something completely different. That's bad. <laughs> uh, but that's, uh, it's, it's something that, you know, um, I don't do tapping, um, but it's something else that, you know, they, it's very popular and very, uh, you know, uh, out there at the moment. It's, um, it's, more, um, it's, it's more about create, releasing some energy in your mm-hmm. body yeah. uh, to help you. Whereas NLP, it's more techniques that you can learn which will help you connect with people. So it could be um, 
for example, it could be mirroring somebody. So if you want to build rapport with somebody, uh, you could mirror that person. Okay, so you can mirror, for example, their tone of voice. So if they speak very, very fast, you will speak very, very fast. If they speak slowly, you need to calm down and speak a little bit slower, you know, to come to their pace. Um, if, for example, um, they're using words, words are so powerful. So if you, for example, you are with someone and you're trying to build rapport with them, and that person keeps saying, oh, I love this. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love this. Well, don't go and ask her if she likes it. Just yeah. say, oh, do you love it? And suddenly, oh, at a subconscious level, she'll, she'll think, oh, I love that person. She loves it too. Mm-hmm. So using the power of words and actually utilizing words that you know the other person in front of you is using will connect at the subconscious level. So NLP, it's all about you know, connecting at a subconscious level of the person who's in front of you and where you can connect at a more, you know, at a much deeper and much quicker way uh, if you're trying to do it the, the normal the normal way kind of thing. <laughs> Thank you for giving us the at least the overview of it. I'm sure talking a lot more further about it is going to be a much longer podcast episode. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a whole new conversation we need to have. Yes, for sure. And so um, for uh, some of my questions, uh, for the last uh, question, maybe not the last, but um, what's your favorite breakthrough uh, with having just bringing more care into your business? Uh, what are the most uh, transformative results that it has gotten you so that other people would be inspired that, hey, that's possible for her and it will be possible to me as well if I apply that to my business. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, again, so that, you know, the kind of um, the, the yin and yang was, you know, I've, I've discovered Feng Shui about seven, eight years ago. Um, and, you know, the, the Feng Shui starts with the yin and yang and, you know, it goes around and it helps you creating a better environment with you. But when I was looking at the, the, the businesses and when I was looking the way we were doing things, um, I've, I've kind of I've got in my, in my office, I've got kind of a, a board where, you know, you have got the yang on one side and you've got your, the yin and the other side and, you know, and the difference between one and the other. And when I was talking to businesses and looking at how we were doing things and realizing that we had so much of that, let's do it, let's figure out, let's strategize, let's bring some more of this and let's bring some more sales on. And this, this is when it, it kind of, you know, it really hit me and saying, yeah, but you know, if you're asking all those things to your employees to do, uh, and they're not, they're not feeling right. They're not looked after. They're never going to perform. So, you know, let's, let's look at how we can, you know, make your employees feel better. Mm-hmm. Maybe bring some uh, well-being strategies, maybe training them on giving them, you know, some mindfulness and things like that. You know, how can we actually bring, you know, some of those elements first into the business before once they feel good, they will perform. So you won't even have to push them to perform because they will perform. So it was very much into, you know, realizing this, that actually if we were putting in practice the, the, the yin and yang energy into the business, we would have a much better, much harmonious 
environment with happier employees. And this is when that's when it kind of all started. So, you know, it, at the beginning, it was more about implementing it into a way where I probably wasn't telling people because <laughs> I thought people will think Claire's gone mad. <laughs> what is she doing? Thank Shuri, what? <laughs> so, you know, you talk about environment psychology, you know, when you're looking yeah. at the environment and, you know, let's, let's like, like look and actually re rearrange things. So it, feels better for your customers they'll feel happier they'll stay longer because they feel good and your employees as well so you know i think it's it's how how we can bring those subconscious uh, level into the conscious level and so again it, it's the same thing and the subconscious is your yin energy your conscious level is your yang energy mm -hmm. so how can we bring the two how can we first be able to get the, the yin energy which is that side yeah. <laughs> and then you know will the yang energy and take action on, on what's what's happening so i think it's it's it really is yeah i think it's still very very young for what i'm saying a lot of people now start looking at it start really realizing that we need more well-being we yeah. need to look after employees we need, and, and I was doing a talk at a HR summit um, in Manila, mm -hmm. and some fantastic HR directors talked and did a presentation, and I was absolutely spot on. They were absolutely spot on um, on the the ball that they need to take more care of their employees, but the pressure that they get from the leaders mm -hmm. to actually be able to get some results and get some people in yeah. and recruiting there. And they're getting so much pressure that they, they can't, they've got no time to actually look after what they should be looking after. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it's, it's, it really is, it does come from the top and we really need to speak to leaders. We really need to kind of get them to realize that they need to, really look at the way they you know their structure their leadership or their company and the, the culture that they're creating so they're bringing more care in that, into that culture so then they'll drill down all the way through yes oh my gosh i love that and i'm sure a lot of the a lot of my listeners will too and have now realized how important it is to have balance yin and yang not only the yang energy of hustling and grinding and doing too much work, but also taking time to fill their own cups. So uh, thank you so much for uh, sharing that with us, uh, Claire. And it's, it's really, really, I, I'm really grateful as the host of this podcast, because now we get to share this, uh, your message to more people. And tomorrow yeah absolutely um, definitely yeah. and i mean again you know I, I, i'm like i'm very this is this is my mission i am on a mission <laughs> to bring yeah. more care into businesses so you know if anybody wants to get in touch or you know i've got i don't know if i can mention my book i've yes. got go ahead so um i've got my book which is called um thriving by caring uh, as it happened <laughs> And um, so, you know, you can download it or do an audible. It's on Amazon um, or on clairebosscott.com. But um, this will give you a, a beginning of it, you know, because it works with 10 steps, you know, that you should be doing anywhere in your business. And how can we bring more care into those 10 steps? So it's, it's very practical and it's very much to get people thinking about 
what they're doing at the moment and how can they bring more care into those elements that, of their business. That's an amazing resource. And uh, I will put that, uh, I, will put, I will put the link of that on the resources on the show notes below. So that you can check that out if you're listening right now and, if you're, and you're interested to uh, buy that book. I'm sure that will be so valuable for you and your business. And so one last question, uh, Claire, before <laughs> ending this podcast episode, uh, I also ask this with, uh, with most of my uh, guests here on the Limitless Youth Podcast. Okay, what's your why? My why? My why is to inspire businesses to deliver exceptional customer service by bringing more care into their businesses. My why is about inspiring people to do something, to look, to care more for the environment, their environment and their people and therefore their customers. Perfect. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sure other people could resonate with that as well. And so, um, as you've said earlier, you, they can reach you through their, uh, through your website. Yeah, so the, the websites, there's, there's two websites. There's busyqueenbee.com, which, you know, have all the, the bits in terms of mystery shopping, customer service training, those kind of things. Um, and then clairebosscott.com, which then is more, you know, by the book. And, you know, if you ever want a speaker or, you know, talk about your uh, program, you know, I've got a caring service culture program which I help businesses throughout those four pillars that we discussed. Mm -hmm. um, and so those where you'll find that kind of advisory on the CX and EX really. Yes. Okay. I will put those links on the show notes below so they can reach you right after listening to this uh, podcast episode. And, and, and come and share with me. I'm on social media as well. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and you know, absolutely that I think we are so much connected by people on all around the world, you know, by the social media. And as yeah. much as I love meeting people, like, you know, we talked about, uh, it's incredible how, you know, we can stay connected and we are building relationship and nurturing relationship through, through social media. So yes, connect with me. Absolutely. I'm everywhere. <laughs> Yay, okay. And if you're also listening to this, don't forget, to, don't forget to screenshot this and tag us at ClaireBoss.com yes. on Instagram and me yes. at MyraKate on Instagram. So we would love to repost your stories, my loves, and also share with us your aha moments and your breakthrough or your lessons that you learned here from Claire. Um, I've learned myself just interviewing her and asking her questions, but I've learned a lot in this podcast interview. So thank you so much, Claire. It has been such an honor and pleasure to have you in the Limitless You podcast. Do you have any um last words that you want to uh, share with the listeners? Just keep caring and keep buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> That's very on brand. I love that. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Thank you so much. And I'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. If you love this, make sure to leave a review and tell me one key takeaway that you got after listening to this. Your reviews mean the world to me and inspire me to make more valuable content for you. Also, head over to my Instagram account at Kate for more of my daily blogging and mindset tips. I love you and as always, be limitless.